Treasures from the Bible. I'm Peanut, and today we're going on another great adventure in the Bible, God's Holy Word. So come on and join us. shelter house for the victims fleeing from the tornado. I've got to do something. Oh great, now the phone doesn't work. I can't call anyone because the phone doesn't work. What am I going to do? Wait a minute. Maybe I can ride my bike to the local fire chief for help. My dad knows him. Maybe he can help Mrs. Matthews and her neighbors, the Strongs. Gentlemen, line up. We have a lot of people coming in today. People who will lose everything they have because of this F5 tornado. We're going to need everybody's cooperation and help to make this a speedy Excuse release. Excuse me, effort. sir. There's a young boy here. Says his mom and dad know you. 
He says there's a family trapped about 20 miles away from here, and they have nowhere to go. What? Where is he? Right at the desk, sir. I didn't think... Wolfgang, what are you doing here? Sir, sir, you have to help. The family, they live in Farmer's House. Quickly, get an ambulance out there immediately. They have three children. They live on South Band Road, north of town. This medal is hereby given to you, Wolfgang, a medal of bravery. Thank you, sir. To God be glory. I wouldn't have been able to do anything without his guidance and help that day. Well, why don't we sit down and begin our Bible study about Samson. Does anyone know what the name Samson means? It means strength, right? Didn't the strong family have to rely completely on the strength of the Lord for help? Well, you are correct that they did have to rely 100% on the Lord because, as Mrs. Matthews told you, they were utterly helpless. But actually, Wolfgang, the word Samson means sunlight. Really? Yes. Normally, we think of strength when we think of Samson, and it is true that the Lord did empower him with strength. But that is not the whole story behind Samson. We won't be able to discuss everything about Samson, but perhaps a few nuggets of truth of how Samson is a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. First, let me just set the historical stage here of who Samson is and what God says about him in chapters 13 through 16 in the book of Judges. Was Samson a believer? Yes, Wolfie, because God included him amongst the heroes of faith in Hebrews 11.32. Samson was a judge who ruled over Israel during a 20-year period as they became a nation in the land of Canaan. Didn't Samson have long hair? Yes, Peanut, we'll read about that in Judges 13.5. The birth of Samson was prophesied by God to his parents. Let's read in Judges 13, starting with verse 2. Joey, can you read verses 2 and 3 for us? Sure, Judges 13, 2 and 3. And there was a certain man of Zorah of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren, and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman, and said unto her, Behold now, thou art barren, and bearest not but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. And Lizzie, can you read verse 5? Sure. Judges 13, verse 5. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So we can already see here that God is raising up Samson for the purpose of of delivering Israel from the Philistines. They did not believe in the God of the Bible, but worshipped their own false gods. The first thing we see when we look at Samson is that he did something sinful. He saw a Philistine woman and wanted her for a wife. So he told his parents, Get her for me. And then we read in Judges 14.4, But his father and mother knew not that it was of the Lord. First of all, we can see when we look at the big picture 
that God will sometimes use the sinful actions of men to accomplish his will. And even though Samson committed this wicked sin, God used that to fulfill his plan that Samson would be a deliverer. What would the spiritual meaning of Samson be? That's a great question, Peanut. Maybe we can find some clues from the Bible by taking a closer look at Samson. We know that Samson took a wife of the Philistines. Did Christ take a wife of the Philistines? I don't know. The Philistines of that day were the enemies of God, and they were under the curse of God. And what was our condition before salvation? We were under the curse of God, headed for hell. Yes, Peanut. All of us are conceived in sin, under the curse of God, and headed right for hell, eternal damnation, unless Christ has become our Savior by suffering hell in our place. Mr. G, I keep seeing the words "went down." What could that mean? Well, as you read in Judges 13 through 16, you will find repeatedly that God uses the phrase "down" or His Father went down. Did Christ have to come down for His bride? Yes, He came into this world of woe to be our Savior. He emptied Himself of His glory to redeem a people for Himself. But what does it mean when it says His Father went down in verse ten of Judges fourteen? Well, did God the Father have to come down also for His bride? Not like the Lord Jesus did, but in another sense. He had to become intimately involved with salvation because he had to associate himself with sinners. And didn't the Father get the bride for the Lord Jesus? Let's read John six thirty-seven. Joey, can you read that for us? Sure. John six thirty-seven says, "All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out." And Wolfgang, can you read verse forty-four, please? Sure. No man can come to me except the Father, which hath sent me, draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. So we see that God the Father came down in the sense of providing a bride for the Lord Jesus, which is made up of all true believers. Well, children, why don't we listen to a hymn before we close our study for today? Mr. G, we forgot to say our memory verse. Oh, thank you, Wolfie. Can you read that for us? Psalm twenty-seven, verse one: The Lord is my light and my salvation; whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life; of whom shall I be afraid? Thank you, Wolfie. Would anyone else like to repeat our memory verse? I can say it. Psalms twenty-seven, verse one: The Lord is my light and my salvation; whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life; of whom shall I be afraid? Joey, can you also repeat our memory verse? Psalms twenty-seven one: The Lord is my light and my salvation; whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life; of whom shall I be afraid? Now let's listen to our hymn. God is my strong salvation. Before we have to say goodbye to all the boys and girls listening at home. Peanut, would you mind reading the words to this hymn before we listen to it? Sure. God is my strong salvation. What foe have I to fear? In darkness and temptation, my light, my help is near. The host encamp around me, firm to the fight I stand. What terror can confound me? With God at my right hand. 
Place on the Lord reliance, my soul, with courage wait. His truth be thine affiance, when faint and desolate. His might your heart shall strengthen, his love your joy increase. Mercy your days shall lengthen, the Lord will give you peace. God is my strong salvation, what Treasures from the Bible and outreach of Bible Ministries International. In Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621, USA. Today's program was number 077. The title is Tornado. Well, children, did you like the story today? Some of the events really did happen. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!